Welcome to the Single and Strong Podcast. Ladies, if you've been busy creating a life and suddenly found yourself single, or you've been single for a while and you often let yourself feel overwhelmed from living life on your own, you're definitely in the right place. As a single woman, you're dealing with a lot. You have bills to pay, a job that demands a lot of your time, kids to care for, and perhaps you're dealing with a toxic ex you try to co-parent with. But somehow, you're also supposed to look put together, find time for self-care, and let's not forget, add dating into the mix. No wonder you're feeling overwhelmed. My name is Lori Linford, and my mission is to help you lean in and hit your stride as a single woman in a strong and intentional way. I want to teach you how to once and for all stop looking over your shoulder at your past and instead look ahead at the beautiful, abundant life you have, even if it's a life you didn't plan for. Each week, I'll share stories, tools, tips, and more so you can learn how to enjoy and fully embrace your single status, create that new blueprint for your life ahead, and have more gratitude for this phase of your life. Thanks for joining me. Now, let's do this. Hello, everybody. Welcome. This is so great to have you all here for our first episode of the Single and Strong podcast. I can't tell you how thrilled I am. My name is Lori Linford. So great to have you here. This has been a journey for me for 10 years in the making. And here I am showing up and doing what I've wanted to do most, which is helping other single women along their journey of being single living out loud, owning their life, watching the trajectory of their life change because they chose to embrace being single rather than feel broken or less than or shameful that they are divorced once or twice or more. My name, like I said, is Lori Linford, and I am thrilled to be here because it's truly been a journey for me these past 10 years in discovering who I am as a single mom, as a single woman, as an empowered human being on the planet who is exploring and trying to figure out a new blueprint in her life after being a child who had it all planned out very early. And that's what this life is all about, is really just trying to do the best you can and experience new things and new emotions and making the journey the best possible journey you can. So the reason why I chose to name the first podcast, the first episode, Your Life is Too Valuable to Waste, is because that's really what I was doing. And I've done it multiple times in my life. And I want to explain to you why you cannot just live your life on autopilot or thinking, It will get better when, or when I get this job, or when I do this thing, my life will be better because, you know, it's, it's the cliche. You only have one life to live and by darn, you better live it the right way, right? You don't want to give your power away and have someone else determine exactly what you should be doing in your life. And some of us end up single because of that, because of someone else's choices or someone else's decisions or for unforeseen circumstances, such as losing a partner or a surprise divorce. And some of us have chosen to be here. Some of us chose to get divorced or end our partnership with somebody. And it can be scary and it can be overwhelming. And there are many emotions 
that you will fill along this journey from the day you're thinking about leaving or ending the relationship up until the the end of the relationship and then onward through dating, through exploring yourself, through trying new things. There's just, there's so many emotions to experience. And the last thing I want you to do is spend your life cruising along at the same altitude, punching the clock and never experiencing who you really are. So all of the emotions you're feeling now and probably have for a while are totally acceptable and they're normal. And it's something that we all experience, even if we're not single. And I think that's something that's important to know about this podcast is some of these stories that you'll hear from me and other people will be about their many journeys through deciding if a partnership is right for them or living in a marriage still that's not right for them, but trying their very best. You will feel happiness, sadness. You will feel abandoned. You will feel fear. You will feel very scared of the future. And how do I take care of my children? And can I make enough money and be financially okay? You're going to feel anger. You're going to feel absolute rage at times in your life because of the situation you're in, because it's scary. But you know what? Even if you weren't single and you were partnered with somebody else, those emotions, I'm sure, will still flow into your life as well. So Let's get into today's episode, which is all about not wasting your valuable life. I'm going to start with a story about myself, and I would love to hear more from you, my new listeners. And so let's go along this journey together and feel these emotions and see how my story relates to you. At the end, I will ask you all to share your stories with me if you're comfortable so that we can help each other as we go along this journey of staying single and strong. Okay, for many of you, you don't know my story. And there is a lot to my story, all of which I can't share today, but I'm sure I'll be sharing a lot of those stories along the way through the many episodes. And also my friends and guests will be sharing their stories as well. But today I'm going to share a little bit about myself in my marriage early on. In my mid to late 30s, I had had four children at that time, and I had been married 10 to 15 years, and I'd noticed that I had started to live my life on autopilot. I very much was wondering, what is in this life for me? I was very lost. I was raising my four beautiful kids and working, and I was married. But there were a lot of issues that surrounded me from my past or my childhood, learning to become my own person and not be such a people pleaser. And I was noticing that I was living very much in the gray is what I call it. It's where you don't feel a lot of joy and happiness in your life for you. Your life is given to everybody else. And you love that. You live for that. But after some time, you look in the mirror and you think, who am I? What am I doing? And I noticed that towards the end of my relationship, I was living in a life that I wanted, but was it fulfilling me? The short answer is it wasn't. Being a mother fulfilled me. My marriage did not. And in a way, I was lucky enough to receive a blessing 
of having my partner decide to explore dating outside of my marriage unbeknownst to me. And when I discovered that infidelity, I had some tough decisions to make. I remember the night that I discovered he had been out with this woman after we had talked about never seeing her again. She was a member of our community. She lived close by. Our daughters played sports together and I thought we were friends. When I discovered that the two of them had been texting many times and dating, it wasn't pleasant. The gamut of emotions went from rage, humiliation, embarrassment, insecure feelings of doubt, shame, feeling of not good enough, not beautiful enough, not prepared enough for this tragedy that had hit my family. And I'll share a lot more of this story as we move forward, but it's important for you to know that I never wanted to be divorced. I saw my brother, uh, his father is a different father than mine. My mother was married before and I saw him do the back and forth and the pack your bag and gone for the summer in six weeks. And I never wanted to do that, nor did my husband at the time. We had this discussion early on when we were dating, both being from families that had issues. Um, his parents were, were divorced when he was around eight years old. My parents were sleeping in separate bedrooms. My mother had been divorced twice before. And we both had said, we don't want that for our lives. We want to stay married and be dedicated and be good parents. And unfortunately, that was not the case. Life sometimes catches you by surprise. And the emotions that I know you're feeling as you're going through this or have been through this are not helpful, but they're necessary. The pain that I felt when I found out he was seeing a friend was awful. The two of them carried on as if nothing was going on. And I think that was the part that was the most humiliating is these people in my community had seen them together. They had been out in our neighborhood to local football games together unbeknownst to me. And this was my daughter's friend's mom. So it added a whole level of complexity. And finally, as I decided to divorce my husband and realized I can't hold this together and fake it anymore, I realized that there was good on the other side. I came to the decision and told him, I know you're in love with her. And you just need to go be with her. And please just let me go. I can't keep doing this. We had a three month period where we were trying to date each other after I kicked him out and he lived with his mother. We would plan dates. And I swear to God, I was trying so hard to fall back in love and to share emotions and deepness within me with him. And that was something I noticed I'd never really done before. I was very protective of who I was. I was very protective of trying not to look weak in front of him. I was very protective 
of asking for what I wanted because we had grown in a place where it was all about him and realizing how narcissistic and selfish and insecure he was through our marriage really made it that I just didn't love him anymore. And at the end, he had explained he'd fallen out of love with me. So what does that look like? On the outside, everybody was shocked. Everybody watched us in the neighborhood. We were the parents always with our kids. We didn't leave them to go on couples trips. We, if dad had to go to Home Depot, we all hopped in the car and went to Home Depot together. We were very good partners in goal setting, in achieving the things we wanted in our lives, in being parents to our kids. But our relationship fell by the wayside because of that. And honestly, I feel very responsible because my being lost made it so we weren't connecting. And I'm sure he feels responsible too at some of the insecurities he brought into our marriage. So was I angry? Yes. The night I found out, I hit the floor, slammed my fists on the ground and yelled at him that we had a promise that if either one of us ever wanted to leave, that we would just tell the other person. That was our promise that we had. And I remember telling him, we had a promise. You were supposed to tell me. I gladly would have just walked away from that marriage if he looked me in the eyes and said, I just don't love you anymore. It would have hurt. And I'm sure some of you have heard that phrase. I didn't get that phrase until after I discovered the affair. So I'm here sharing this story to tell you that after such a blow and to follow a second divorce in my life, which I'll discuss another time, you can stand back up. During that divorce, things got ugly. He got very mean. He got mean to the point where he was accusing me of things and creating stories about me and bullying me and sending me awful emails and threats about taking me to court and having the police show up. And it was a constant battle, which again, there's more to those stories that I hope to share. And there was a time that I just wanted to pack my children up and leave with just the clothes that we had and go and run and leave the equity of my house and leave all the things in it because I didn't care. Things did not matter. The pain was so extreme that I just wanted to run. And I had a family friend and he pulled me aside and he said, Lori, you can't leave that home. Your children need to be in that home and you need to get the money out of it that you need to start over. And It took a long time for me to realize, can I do this? Can I stay in this marital home and put up with the constant bickering and fighting and drama of a family friend being my ex-spouse's lover? It was not fun. The neighborhood talked. The children at school figured it out. Everybody was figuring out why my marriage ended, including my own children. And that was devastating. I never told them what their father did. I only told them daddy made some decisions that mommy's not happy with. And I just wanted to fall into a hole when I saw how hard this all was for them. I would be okay. 
his words weren't that lashing on me. I was used to him getting angry. I was used to people talking. That's what they do in neighborhoods and in communities. And I could make it through all of that. My concern was my kids. Other children talked. People would whisper when we walked by. I wanted to disappear, but I didn't. I kept going and I would show up at our children's games all by myself. And he would be there with the other woman. They would sit together. My children would run over and give me hugs. And I knew I had to put on a strong face. As much anger that was inside me and resentment that I had towards the situation and absolute disgust in a woman that would do that and a man. I still put the smile on and I tried my very best to show my kids that I can be respectable. Now, that does not mean I didn't vent and I didn't tell friends all of the things I was feeling. At times, there were people I would see in the store that I was close to, and I would just have to dump some of the emotions I would have. And thank you for all of you who listened to that as I was transitioning from a woman who was married into a woman who was alone. There's so many things that you can tell people and express and explore, but you can't give up and you can't throw it all away. And you can't sit in your home after it's all over and wish it never had happened. Because there's a reason why you are where you are. The way that I look at emotions around my divorce is I have a box. And when I decide to go there, I pull out that box and I look at all of those hard things. I look at the endless nights I cried in my bed. I look at the many times my kids would come to me and not understand why we weren't together or tell me they saw dad's photo with this other woman on his phone and why. I look at the ugly nights that I would have to give them to their dad, which they deserve and he deserves to spend time together. And I remember falling to my knees on the laundry room floor and crying for that three hour visitation the first time. I dig through ugly things like thinking you are so ugly and you are so not worthy and no wonder he left you because you're boring and you're old news and he's been with you 20 years. And I examine them for what they are, but I put the lid on that box and I put it away on the shelf because that's where it belongs. You can process through those emotions but those emotions should not stay with you every day. There will come a time if you're in this phase that you'll be ready to put those emotions away. And let me tell you, one promise I made to myself through this entire thing was that Lori, you can lay in bed for one hour today and you can feel sad and you can wonder how you're gonna make it through. But by damned, you're going to get out of bed after that hour and you're going to be productive. Slowly but surely, I figured it out. I started walking when the kids left with their dad. I lost weight. My mind became clearer because I was moving a lot more. I sought out a counselor. There's a lot that goes into healing after divorce. 
What nobody tells you is that there are a lot of us out here. Lots of people might point it out as being this wonderful, new, amazing thing. And I was there. When he finally left and packed his shit, I was excited. I That house was everything about him, the design of it, the finishes. I gave into everything. All of a sudden, this became my space and he was gone and I didn't have to please him anymore. There was ugliness that followed. As I said, lots of threats, lots of emails, lots of fights with me and the kids. But I got that taste of freedom of what it was like to be single and strong and believing in myself. And so for those of you that are in this moment that are listening right now, I know it's not easy. I know you want to give up. And I know you just want to sit at home and not go out into the world. But you have to because you are an amazing person and you need to live your life no matter how hard it is to pivot and take on the responsibilities of being single on your own. It's not easy. But when you find a community of people that we are going to be building through this podcast and other places, you will learn you're not alone. You will see the stories of people who have made it, who have chosen to walk the walk and give themselves the gift to begin again and do so in an amazing way. There are a lot of us out here. That doesn't mean we did it perfect from step one. We had hard, difficult paths. And that's why we want to share. And that's why this podcast has started. Because I want to share with you all of the amazing things that you can discover as you're single and strong and believe in yourself. Whether you have kids, whether you're 40, whether you're 50, you can do this. You can start over. You can create the life you have always, always wanted. And you can do it on your own. Now, does that mean? I will only stay single forever and I don't want a relationship because I want us all to be single and strong. No, it does not mean that. I absolutely love being married and having a partner. Am I scared to get married again? Absolutely. I don't know if I'll dare to do it after two failed marriages, but I'm single and I'm strong and I've made it and I have bad days and I have great days. And I'm here to share this journey with you. So as you're out searching for single podcasts, you're going to find things like dating, divorce 101, how to find the right man, how to make yourself more attractive, crazy sex capade podcasts, all of that. There'll be all of that here and more. But really, this podcast is for those of you that want to remember that you will be okay that you are strong, you have it within you, you always have. And I'm here to show you what's possible. Because if I can make it after all the things I've dealt with in my life, which I will share in the weeks coming, you definitely can too. And you've got a friend in me. So as I said at the beginning, I would love for you to reach out, share with me a story that today's story reminded you of, or your emotions that you were feeling as you became single. Maybe you lost a partner. Maybe it was unexpected and you're not sure how to move on. 
I would love to hear those stories and I would love to have you share those with me. So you can send me a DM on Instagram. My handle is Lori Linford. I would love to hear from you. And if you have any ideas or suggestions or need advice and want to suggest future podcast episodes, I would be more than happy to hear those and have you send those. I respond to every email and every message on Instagram or Facebook. So please reach out, send me a message. And moving forward, remember, your life is so valuable. You are here for a reason. You're supposed to make things happen. And your journey is really right around the corner. So for now, I'm going to sign off and I'm telling you, you are strong and you are worthy. Thank you so much. Okay, mama. So are you ready to live your life in a big way? Because I'm absolutely ready to help you. Start by subscribing or following the Single and Strong podcast by clicking on the plus sign in Apple or the subscribe button in Spotify to be sure you're notified about all of my new episodes as they release. I've got lots of great content coming up and you don't want to miss it. Also, if you love this episode, please share it with friends that you think should hear it. And of course, leave me a review. These reviews help the podcast be shown to more people when they're searching for single support. So please share the love. I'd be super grateful. And finally, go follow me on social media at Lori Linford and join our Facebook group, Single and Strong. You can find a link by going to my website, laurielinford.com slash Facebook group. Until then, stay strong, mama.